Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 82. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. How you doing? Very good. Good. What moving, makes it good? Well, it's moving closer to the weekend. Yeah, that it is. <laughs> I'm ready for the weekend. You might go, well, T, you just got back from vacation. Do you know how rough it is when you just get back? <laughs> yeah. It's been a rough week. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I'm still not caught up. Heck, I wouldn't gone that long. <laughs> Hey, guess who I saw yesterday? Who? Steve Bannon. Get out of here. Well, Real? I, well, I don't know. It could have been a homeless guy, but he sure looked like Steve Bannon. <laughs> Steve Bannon does look like a homeless guy. <laughs> well, he probably is now, right? By now, he probably is homeless. Yeah, I was looking at that uh, Google journalist data thing the other day, and it had Trump versus Bannon, and Bannon wasn't even on the graph. It was just a donut that said Trump. Well, you know, for everybody that worshipped him, I and I do mean, there are people on the right that absolutely worshipped him as a populist with, you know, conservative values. They sure dropped him like a damn hot potato. Oh, yeah. It's like he was flung off the Earth's orbit or something and does is not even on the planet. Now. Exactly. It's like you walked in with smallpox. <laughs> you know, everybody took off running. What the heck? Oh. I, you know, and uh, yeah, you could, yeah. I don't know. I, I was really surprised that there wasn't at least a little cult group that remained um, loyal to him. No, they You know what? Them. I haven't seen it. When the Mercers dropped him, the money, and Breitbart dropped him, yeah, it was over. Baby, it was over. They had to kick him out of the broom closet because wasn't he living in there or something? Yeah, he was living in the apartment where the Breitbart headquarters is. Yeah, the apartment. It was really a broom closet. Yeah, I, yeah, I've heard that. It was like basically. I mean, he's like, uh, he's a weird character. Yeah. He really is. Well, and, uh, I didn't really like him in the first place that much, but I was like, okay, maybe he has something to offer. Yeah, but yeah, what price, you know, and he, you know, he, he would sell you out for nothing, yeah. you know, give him a damn tootsie roll and he'll tell you whatever you want. <laughs> Now, yeah. when you work for the president, you damn well better be loyal. And I tell you what, as we kind of get off on this, I'll just say, I'm making a prediction. Friday evening, H.R. McMaster's is gone. Oh. And I'll tell you why. He's been on a rocky road for a while. But the other day, when President Trump called Putin and congratulated him on the election, the only ones that were in the room was security detail and that was leaked out. That phone call was leaked out to the press. The information about that phone call. If your security detail is leaking, you damn well better get rid of them. 
So wow. my guess is at five o'clock Friday night, he's history. Yeah, that is disturbing. Yeah, maybe a little earlier than that, right after Sarah Sanders gives her um, briefing. Yeah. They won't do it before the briefing, I don't think, but... I think you're going to be right there. Yeah, I think he's got to go, Bart. I'll tell you what, it's a crazy day. The president's attorney, chief attorney for the Russian probe, and this is his personal attorney, just quit. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. They they just didn't agree. Several of the attorneys believe the president should talk to Mueller, and of course the president wants to, but this attorney did not. God did not. And I, you know how you can disagree with Trump, but once he makes his mind up, it's kind of over. And I afraid that means he's going to talk to Mueller. He talks to Mueller. I am scared to death of what will happen because these guys are trained to trip you up. Yeah, and it doesn't take much and to trip. He wants to trip to trip anybody up. But Trump is not an eloquent speaker. He goes on and on, and you know you you can't even misspeak. I mean, he could ask him about a deal in Germany from 1995. Right. And Trump says the wrong thing, and he's got him. And I think they're going to split hairs just that much. Oh, the, yeah, it's going to be a trap for sure. Because they don't have much else. Right. So you know this is a trap. If they really had something, they wouldn't even need to talk to Trump. Well, you put a microphone in Trump and you, you just kind of pucker up and wait for something to come out that he's going to trip himself up with. Exactly. So put him in front of the FBI Ikes. Yeah. And I will tell you, the stock market did not like this uh, Dodd, the attorney, leaving the team. Wow. They didn't. The stock market was tanking. It was down over 400 points. Now, that coupled with the fact that Trump is supposed to announce today another $50 billion in tariffs on China. And, and you got a recipe that uh, Wall Street just is not happy with. Wow. Yeah. But let me tell you. Speaking of tariffs, Peter Schweitzer's book, Secret Empires, has a whole new meaning to what's going on with China in this country. Oh. I tell you what, China owns some political families. Huh, interesting. And you have to wonder if Trump's tariffs don't threaten these families' exposure, and maybe even worse than that for them, the money coming in. Huh. And we're talking oodles of money. We're talking both sides of the aisle. And, and Peter Schweitzer is an author with a lot of clout. In fact, Clinton Cash really may have exposed a lot of what's being examined on the Clinton emails, the Clinton Foundation, especially the Clinton Foundation. And that's that was his previous book. Hang, um, hang on one second here. And let me just clarify this. You're saying that these tariffs are basically part of draining the swamp. Absolutely. Okay. Huh. Absolutely. And I wonder if Trump didn't know about this prior to the, to the book coming out. The book just came out Tuesday. Hmm. And I got a copy. I've listened to the whole thing on audio, Audible. And I want to listen to it again because these are very intricate. It's very detailed. Hmm. But And it's not just China, but it's mostly China. Wow. Now, 
when it comes to being able to do business, we're talking about political families, with foreign governments, the wife, the husband of the political family cannot do business with them. Hmm. Okay? okay? But their adult children, their brothers, their friends, their uncles, their mother, anyone else in their family can. <laughs> now, the political person, the actual person holding office, you know, would have to submit financial records. But their family does not. Oh, wow. Yeah, think about that. Huh. Now, think about, too, the culture in China. And, and other foreign countries, too. But I just really kind of want to focus on China since we've got these tariffs that are, are basically focusing on China. In China, families are everything. That lineage matters. You know, if the family is going to benefit and family is first. In fact, family is basically first before country, especially the powers that be. So in his book, Peter Schweitzer exposes John Kerry and Joe Biden, their sons. Now, John Kerry, it's his stepson, okay? And Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden. Wow. I mean, these kids deep into China for investments, banking, basically this issue about the South China Sea that's driving Trump crazy, Hmm. was all part of a deal that went down as a result of this coalition formed by Biden and um, John Kerry's sons. They also basically, through policy, wrote a ticket for China to gain an unreasonable amount of control over the minerals of the earth. China owns almost all the rare earth minerals or the rights to them in, in the world. Exactly. Exactly. So it, it's it's very intricate. It is crazy. I mean, at... He estimates that at one point they had already made $1.5 billion from um, directly from the Chinese government. Wow. It's a little crazy. Now, let's let's just rewind about two weeks ago. There was not really any tariff stuff happening. I think there was a little bit on steel and things like that, which actually affected Europe more than it affected anybody else. But Jared Kushner lost his security clearance. And right after that, they said Ivanka was being looked at for the Trump Tower in Vancouver. Exactly. You're exactly right. Who owns that Trump Tower in Vancouver? The Chinese. Oh, yeah, there's going to be some retaliation here. So I'm thinking my theory is that Trump is taking these shots at China because of Ivanka being mixed in with the Chinese deal in the tower in Vancouver. I, th- I think you're right. I, I really do. And if he can drain the swamp while he's doing it, why not? It's just a theory. I think it definitely is. In December of 2013, Vice President Biden flew to Asia for a trip. Okay. Okay. At the centerpiece of this trip was a visit to Beijing. Okay. Schweitzer says, to put this into context, in 2013, the Chinese have just exerted air rights over the South Pacific. Hmm. That's the South China Sea, where they're building that island and they're putting all this military. They basically have said, if you want to fly in this area, you have to get Chinese approval. And that's very problematic for our military. Right. China said, we are claiming sovereignty over this territory. 
This is highly, uh, this upsets Japan, it upsets the Philippines for all the reasons. Now, Joe Biden is supposed to be going there to confront the Chinese. <laughs> he gets wildly criticized, according to Schweischer, on this trip for going soft on China. So basically, he's not challenging them. And he's dropping Japan and these other countries into the toilet. Wow. Okay. Schweischer elaborates on this. He says, well, I think the reason he goes soft on China is because with him on the trip, flying on Air Force Two, as the vice president does, is his son, Hunter Biden. <laughs> and 10 days after they return from China, Hunter Biden, who has this small firm, he has no background in private equities, nevertheless, and he, he definitely doesn't have any background in Chinese finance. He gets a whopping $1.5 billion deal from the Chinese government. Wow. This is the Chinese government giving Joe Biden and John Kerry the management over the money. Huh. I mean, they're kids. They made huge fees off this money. And it's a good example of this kind of corruption. That is the first, according to Schweischer, of three major deals that the Chinese government does with people who are the children or close aides to Vice President Biden and Secretary of State John Kerry. Holy smoke. Yeah. And, you know, this is ongoing. OK, he, he exposes a lot of other people. But since today, this is probably a two part deal. We're talking about China. Let's talk about the other side of the aisle. One of my favorites, Mitch McConnell. OK, Mitch McConnell is married to Elaine Chao. Elaine Chao, she served in President Bush's cabinet and she serves in, in President Trump's. Okay. Her family owns a Chinese shipping company. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, her, her parents are Chinese. Oh, I uh, see. I, I assume see. at some point they have become citizens. Okay. But they still own this Chinese shipping company. Now, the shipping company gets lots of money from the Chinese government. They, in turn, gift it to Mitch McConnell, their son-in-law. Okay. All of this, I'm telling you, is totally legal. Why can't I have someone hand me millions of dollars? Oh, honey, this and this is like billions of dollars. <laughs> I know. This is just crazy. It, it's blowing my, my mind here. It is crazy. And, and here is, I tell you what, it's so sneaky. Like Elaine Chow's family, you know, and in Chinese, of course, your last name is your first name comes first. Your family, you know, name comes first. So like if your last name or, you know, your family name is Lee, it all starts with Lee, everybody's name. You know, you might be, you know, Elaine Chow's family. When accepting these money, obviously accepted under their Chinese name. Now, even Elaine has a Chinese name. It's not Elaine. I don't know. I don't know Chinese, so I'm not even going to try to go there. But this is all apparent in Peter Schweitzer's book. Now, these tariffs that President Trump is invoking is are specifically designed to get China. Now. There's going to be some other collateral damage, I know. He is today going to attach another $50 billion in tariffs onto China. Wow. Now, China is going to be very upset. Do you suppose this is also a way of draining the swamp? Yeah. 
Yeah, I I definitely see that. And Schweitzer's book just plays right into this. And and I don't think it's planned because he talks about President Trump in this and all the things that could go wrong with his empire. Right. You know, he says the one thing that President Trump did that drives everybody crazy, but will keep him transparent is he kept ownership of his company. Now, he's not running it. And he's not supposed to be taking part in it. However, because he kept ownership, he will have to turn over the finances every year. That's a transparency that he wouldn't have if he had turned it over to his two sons. Right. So basically, he's worn up on these guys. Hmm. Interesting. I would have never thought that the tariffs were were connected in any way, but it all makes sense. Yeah, in in just one instant, Mitch McConnell and his wife, Elaine Chow, received a $5 to $25 million gift from a member of the family who sat on the board of a top Chinese government military contractor. Now, this is separate than the, than the shipping company. You know, and we always wonder, how do these guys go to Washington? And they basically don't have any money. But when they leave there, they do. <laughs> and these guys do not get wages that, you know, they don't get paid much. And you got to keep two homes because you got to live in your home state and you've got to have an apartment or something while you're living half the year in D.C. Well, they figured out a way to do it. So basically, China is investing in Biden for 2020. (laughs) Actually, yes. And he invested, they invested all during the Obama administration. I mean, like I said, it it just does not stop here. I mean, Obama's friends, you're, you're talking about the Bushes. George W.'s brother, Neil, took money from a computer company in China. An exorbitant amount of money. Wow. It it goes on and on and on. Peter Schweitzer thinks that possibly Jared Kushner has benefited from a a loan from foreign entities to try to save that 666 building he bought in Manhattan. Uh, He overpaid, paid over $1,000 a square foot for this building uh, several years ago. Bad investment because the closest anybody had ever came was $800 a square foot in Manhattan. Manhattan. There is a balloon payment due on just the interest in January of 2019. He basically doesn't have the money to pay this balloon payment. Wow. Peter Schweitzer does think that there's some improprieties. I think Jared is one step out of the White House anyway. I I don't know that his family has so much baggage. I'm not sure he ever should have won in there because he doesn't necessarily have to do anything bad to look bad. There's so (laughs) much baggage back there. Yeah, he already looks bad. I mean, his father spent time in jail. His uncle spent time in jail for their business dealings. That was a very risky move by Trump, but Trump's a very risky kind of guy, and he adores his kids. But there are situations in the book that go back to Barack Obama, George Soros, uh, several of Barack Obama's friends, um, Tom Steyer, um, Penny Pritzker, who who was also, well, who still is, she was the Commerce Secretary, the woman that is often referred to as Obama's sugar mama. She, her family owned the Hyatt. Hmm, okay. So, it, like I said, it goes on. It talks about situations in Chicago, the Daly family, but not just how the Daly family operated in Chicago, but 
how this extended to the White House during the Obama years. Well, I've definitely got to get a copy of this. Absolutely. Orrin Hatch's son has made a bunch of money as a lobbyist for diet aids. He knows nothing about it. Um, at one point, his company was on a budget for some reason, and Orrin Hatch had to vote present instead of making a vote, a real vote. It, it's just phenomenal but you know president trump said he was going to drain the swamp yeah and he didn't say i'm going to drain the democratic swamp he said i'm going to drain this the swamp and there has been so many instances of republicans that have been part of this deep state that i believe it doesn't matter what side you're on if you've made a deal with foreign government especially china he's going to expose you and these tariffs will do just that wow. because china doesn't give a damn about these guys when these guys aren't pulling tricks for them with policy if yeah. you think they won't throw them overboard i mean you gotta admit that the chinese government's ruthless oh i definitely agree with you there it, it's just nuts absolutely nuts it's all seeming to tie in together yeah and then you've got you know biden has said a couple times he wants to take trump out behind the schoolhouse and you yeah. know beat him oh, wow. to death, beat him up yeah well you know he repeated that this week <laughs> these tariffs probably has him wanting to beat him up uh yes because like I said, not only do you run the risk of exposing them, you run the risk of cutting their damn money off. Yeah, wow. Now they got a little way of life. It's not cheap. Now that tweet yesterday makes sense. Total sense. Which one? When he threatened Trump to, you know, if he was oh, in the Oh, to school. beat him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that's... Yeah, I'm sure I'd... he feels like that right now. Wow. It's going to get very interesting. I mean, it already is, but... Yeah. Oh. And Peter Schweitzer is, has done a lot lot of amazing work here yeah interesting definitely uh gonna have to check that out oh yeah i i suggest everybody check it out and perhaps even some of his other books yeah um when it came out on tuesday i guess on um, pre-orders it was number three on amazon's bestseller list wow. i presume by tomorrow it will be number one yeah I think I can agree with you there. Yep, and we don't always agree, but life's the journey and we're all in this together. Remember, do not become anyone's victim. And thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening, everyone. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.